Hello and welcome to Ghost Bees, a horror podcast. I'm Todd, joined by my wife Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi. Uh, so we just watched Cat People from 1942, correct? Yes. <laughs> and uh, directed by. <laughs> and I'm not even gonna try that. Do you want to take a run at that one? <laughs> uh, Jacques Turner. Sure. There we go. So it looks like he directed a lot of these kind of B-movies back then. It definitely seems like a certain style of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing. I think uh, this is a movie that you introduced to me mm-hmm. a while ago. Cause this was one of your favorite horror movies, right? Yes. And I, for whatever reason, there's just a space where I haven't really watched a lot of movies from this era. Um, I guess I didn't really come up on these. So I didn't have a lot of exposure to it. And you definitely have introduced me to a lot more of like movies from this kind of era. Mm-hmm. Like what was your background with these kind of movies? Um, I've always kind of watched old movies. Um, Just like the style? Yeah, I think like when I was a kid, especially probably because my grandfather oh, had yeah. all these old VHSs of like westerns and old just old films in general so i think i watched a lot of that stuff with him oh, okay and then just piqued my interest as i got older too to like go back and watch some yeah it's funny because i think for me the only older movies i watched really were like godzilla <laughs> i didn't really watch anything else that was kind of from this era yeah this movie i think uh part of it for me i think is definitely that i I feel like there's a certain style of of storytelling and acting from this era that is like it it communicates the story like very differently. And since I haven't really watched a lot of these kind of movies, it makes it more difficult for me to follow them. But watching it now, after seeing a lot more of these, I feel like I was able to appreciate it a lot more. Um, And I can really kind of see why you would like this movie so much. Yeah, well, I mean, they really play with composition and light in this movie to, like, help tell the story. Yeah. And I find that really cool. Like, I mean, some of the writing is a little, you know, I mean, like, it's not bad, you know? Well, there's some weird stuff that feels, like, very from that era that I can't tell, like, if they're being progressive or if, you know, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it walks a weird line. Yeah, we can get into that more later when we're talking spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, but for right now, I guess in general, it it's definitely a different spin on like the werewolf kind of movie, mm-hmm. um, with like a very different, uh, very female interpretation of the werewolf. Mm-hmm. That's driven more by, uh, well, I guess we don't need to spoil that yet. <laughs> But yeah, you can really, I, I recognize that a lot more this time. And yeah. it's it's just a very, it's a very interesting twist on all of that. That, uh, I don't know, there there is a lot of cool stuff in this movie. Yeah, I, I think all the symbolism they use is really cool too. Even in just like an aesthetic, artistic way. Yeah. And I think I like this movie so much because it also reminds me of like Hitchcock. Oh yeah, I can see too. that. Like you can tell there's like a strong storyboard behind the camera. Yeah. And 
yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of things about this movie that I just really love. It just does really well. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'd recommend it. I think especially if you aren't also aren't like a fan of movies from this era, or just don't watch them for whatever reason. I think this is a really interesting like gateway point. Mm-hmm. Um, especially looking at it from like the 2023 lens, I think there are definitely things that, are, that the movie's doing that that feel very uh, smart, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, do you have anything else to say in general about this movie? Like, why you liked it so much originally? I don't know. I I do really like just the composition just, like, blows me away every time I see it. Yeah. I'm just so impressed. Like, every shot is so, like, perfectly framed. Yeah. And, yeah. That's cool. Uh, so why don't we just get right into spoilers then and really okay. talk about it. So I will say right away... In the beginning, uh, we were very concerned with how the movie was treating animals. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess from this era, it's like hard to really tell what they considered to be like humane. I think the bar was very low, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> I don't, yeah, maybe it wasn't regulated as much. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but there was definitely some sketchy stuff. Even like the kitten that they kept putting in that tiny little yeah. box and just like, here you go, <laughs> like just closing it on them. Um, even that just felt kind of weird. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, that was, like, common practice, yeah. which is awful. And when she goes in the pet store and there's, like, <laughs> monkeys <laughs> just yeah. out on the yeah. display. And there's, like, so many pets crammed together uh, yeah. in one cage. It's a different era, you know? Yeah. Different era. I think the first scene that, like, really stood out to me watching it this time that I really liked was when... Uh, you know, the lady, her her husband and their friend who were kind of doing some sneaking <laughs> behind her back. Yeah. When they split up and, and uh, what's the name of the the main girl? Urena. Urena? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Was, Why? I don't know like, if I'm going to be able to remember that. I got to say Urena. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's going to be hard to remember. It's a, it's yeah, a very uh, interesting name. So Urena is winds up like pursuing their friend and that scene like the way the music cuts out and it's the shots of just the feet you know with the stark lighting and you hear the footsteps um leading all the way up to you know that sense of dread when she keeps looking behind her and when the bus comes up and does like the jump scare it's like oh wow that's actually that was really effective yeah that was probably like i i think not even sure but i'm pretty sure in my class, we studied that. Oh, yeah. Because it was, like, one of the first early jump scares. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I felt that way. Like, I wondered... I feel like I haven't seen a lot of stuff like that in movies from this era. Like, it did feel, like, uh, very ahead of its time. Yeah, and I think that was the whole discussion point that we had that day on it, was that jump scare in particular. Yeah, and even the way the the bus sounded almost like a cat hissing. It's yeah. like there's a lot of that early on, like this implied thing where it never says that she turns into a cat. Yeah. But they've just built up this imagery the whole time. So you just have it in your head, even though you don't see the cat yeah. until like the end of the movie. It's so effective. And it like, I just, I love watching that, especially the mud footprints oh, yeah. that go the from a panther feet. into her heels. Yeah, that was I really cool. I love that. It's just so well done. Yeah, there's so many little things like that just hinting at it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, yeah, at the end, when it finally is the panther, they had to have been mistreating the shit out of that thing because it looked mad as fuck, like, every time that it was on screen. All the cats looked pretty Oh, my God. They all looked so pissed, which made them look real scary. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also like, what did they do to to get them looking like that? very upsetting. Yeah, they were, like, pissed. (laughs) (laughs) But it it is interesting, and this is the part where I feel like how progressive was this being? It, it's the idea of like, oh, it's these women who when they get too emotional, <laughs> they turn into a dangerous panther and kill you. And it's like, oh, got to be careful. <laughs> I don't know like what the message is, you know? Like what is your interpretation of that? I would like to have a more progressive feeling on <laughs> yeah, it. I like, think it's okay than, to just say, yeah. I... I I'm sure there wasn't, like, the best intentions. Yeah, it might have been um, playing on those kind of B-movie but stereotypes. It, but it somehow, like, ate its own tail because yeah. it also really just shows, like, being empowered by oh, yourself yeah. and not needing no man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but all the men were enchanted by her. Wasn't he like, whenever I'm around her, I feel like I have to touch her. Yeah, and she always is like, please don't touch me. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I told you so many times I don't want to be touched, and I, you just keep trying to touch me. I just realized that you just described our cat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now every cat is like, you just want to touch them all the time. But then they just get pissed, like, all right, enough. <laughs> Like, right now, yeah. <laughs> right yeah, now, he, he was looking away from us, and then he turned around and meowed. He looks like the angie cat. Yeah. Okay, bud. <laughs> like he knows we're talking about Yeah. <laughs> we are. We're talking about you. What an appropriate oh. episode for Aries to air on. <laughs> I think it's the first time he meowed. Yeah. Oh, I do, I do think it's interesting, um, to the like backstory to it that it's like that isn't she romanian yeah was that uh, it serbian isn't she serbian yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i knew that yeah um but she um it's this idea that like or the country she came from and there's like all this like medieval imagery mm-hmm. around this like curse she has that fucking crazy statue of the like <laughs> medieval knight spearing a cat on yeah. his sword which is like metal as shit. <laughs> um, but it's interesting the way it plays with that. And it's this kind of uh, this religious mythology, you know, yeah. and even like the, the quote at the end is like very religious. Yeah. But it, it also, when they first show that statue, it shows a foreshadowing, which is really cool too. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Just no, I think, I think it is very interesting. Like it's, it's a very unique, um, what am I trying to say? It feels like this very unique depiction of this kind of mythology. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I really liked that. I thought it, it really fit the movie and added this extra sense of mystery. Because remember like that dream she has yeah. with like the guy whose sword turns into a key and everything? It's like, it's so weird, but it's really cool. It, like, it adds more texture to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole little animation sequence in her dream is just so cool oh, to yeah. look at. I love that. Yeah, it, it's really doing a lot with its imagery that feels really ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. But of course, in the end, 
and she had to get killed. Like, yeah, that felt a little. Uh, I don't know. What where, where, where are they trying to say <laughs> with that? You know, that she ultimately dies at the end. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I'm not sure. I feel like it's an ambiguous answer, possibly. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm on my phone. I, do, I am curious about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so we that. just had to look something up. What was uh, <laughs> what was your reawakening you just had? <laughs> um, the the movie is intended that this woman gets her sexual awakening and then has to die for it, I guess. She's <laughs> like, God. That's what I was kind of wondering watching uh, the movie. Um, I guess it's too bad. Aries is upset, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, I, I genuinely feel like however you interpret art is yeah. how it's meant to be interpreted. So exactly. You I do interpret see it, it however you want. <laughs> Fuck what the directors wanted. <laughs> uh, so that's it. So you can find us at ghostbeast.com you can search for ghost beast pod in most places or follow ghost beast on letterboxd uh and that's it